Welcome to the Remy and Casey Show podcast. If you ever miss the show on 92.3 WIL each morning from 6 to 10 a.m., you can always listen right here whenever you want. Thanks for listening. It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. of the week. Let's go. Uh, how was your day yesterday, Casey? It was actually a really good day. I mean, work stuff was easy. There was a nice big old storm that I could nap to. Yeah. I thought about you yesterday because I, I knew that you wanted to take a nap. Yeah. And then I, th- I mean, there's just like a rumble of thunder pretty much for two or three hours. Oh, yeah. Yesterday afternoon. We watched the storm roll in as we were, we were just kind of outside and that's what you do in the Midwest. You go out and hang outside and watch the uh, storm roll in. Right. Uh, there was like a funnel cloud. Did you see pictures of this? I saw a picture that somebody sent to me. I, I w- I'm not somebody who like would get nervous about that, so I wish I could have seen it in person. Yeah. The photo that I saw was right near Ikea. That's not where the funnel cloud was, but that's what like I just saw the Ikea flags hanging. Mm-hmm. So it must have been like somewhere just over the Mississippi River. But there's this funnel cloud. It never actually turned into a tornado, but just weird that that storm just kind of popped up out of nowhere and boom, yeah. you got something something going on. Uh, so yeah, yesterday storms were okay with a little bit of uh, rain. Man, it cooled it off, but it's coming back with vengeance today. I know. I when I woke up this morning, I looked at the forecast because I was like, it's gotta be cooler today. Nope, no, high nope. of ninety-seven. Yep, one hundred and thirteen heat index today. Ugh. So uh, another heat advisory in effect. But we'll we'll try and keep you cool here on the station. We've got Luke Bryan tickets as well as Jingle Fest tickets with Remy versus Casey at eight a.m. So be here for that. Let's get this day started. Happy Wednesday. Remy and Casey. So yesterday, as I got home from work, I was walking in the garage, walking in the garage. And I always look over in this little corner that we have in our garage because one time, like two years ago, there was a, a rat snake there. Ooh. So I don't know why I'm always drawn to that corner because I just feel like maybe the snake was like, seeking shelter in the ridiculous heat we had yesterday. But that is not what is over there. What was over there was the tiniest little hummingbird you no. ever you ever did see. I saw hummingbirds yesterday too. Yeah. So this guy was on the he was on the ground and I was like, oh my gosh, did he like get into the garage, couldn't get out, yeah. hit his head, you know, something, now he's gone. He was still breathing. Did he panic when he's when you obviously got close to it? Not really. Which was uh, I was I was like, is it also odd? Does it have a disease? You know, is it, are we looking at like some sort of like sick bird or something? But upon further inspection, it looked like he had gotten tangled up in something, some like long strand of maybe hair or like a weed, something or other. Anyways, mm-hmm. I said I gotta save this little hummingbird's life. It was all wrapped around him. I turned into a dang surgeon. I went downstairs. I got my rubber gloves. I got my eye protection. I wore my mask. Because I don't know about you, but I've seen the Alfred Hitchcock movie, The Birds. Oh, I haven't. I probably would have just went straight in, bare naked hands. That little tiny little like that goes into the flower, the little beak. Yeah. I imagine that going through my eye. So I wore everything. And I uh, got my tweezers from my fish tanks and scissors and cut this little piece from around its neck. I think it was just like suffocating, right? So I cut the little piece from around the neck, freed it, 
And it just kind of like stood there for a second. And I was, we were both kind of looking at each other. We we're just like, now looking. who's gonna do what? Yeah, and and I was like, okay, you you, you good? You you all right? And he had a little difficulty getting back out of the garage, but then he was just like, whew, gone. Took off. Took off. Wow. And another hummingbird has been saved by Dr. Remy. Great job. Thank you. I noticed you. a hummingbird yesterday because it was in my flowers. And I mean, rarely do they ever come around where I'm at. So I had a little moment where I was like, I'm not going to move. I'm just going to sit and watch it for a sec. So, and they're so small. They're small. They're, it, this one was so beautiful, too. It had like this like green iridescent feather. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to like mess up his feathers at all. So I tried to be as like, I didn't want to be as invasive as I could and just, I don't know, another hummingbird's been saved. I just thought that was like a cool story. That doesn't happen every day, right? Speaking of a snake in a garage, yesterday I went back to my parents' house in Waterloo and I, they, like snakes are around that area. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I guess they thought it would be a good idea to have like a garden hose just sprawled out in the grass. And as I was walking up to the garage, my foot hit something. I looked down and... All I see is this like huge black line Mm -hmm. and I jump and I scream like screech. (laughs) And I think before I even my feet even hit the ground again, I realized it was a garden house. I was in that split second. I was like, man, I'm going to have to call my dad, but they're going to have to bring a shovel or something over (laughs) here because I'm not doing it. Well, I wish I had a picture or some video for you. In that moment, I was like, these are those videos on TikTok that you see of like someone taming a hummingbird. Yeah. And then I was like, no, I must save him. I'm glad you didn't take a picture or video. Yeah. So uh, it, it will only live in my memory. Yeah. And uh, today will be a good day because I saved a hummingbird. That's all I got. It was an urgent moment. And now that's just a, a sweet memory that you can keep. Yes. Me and the hummingbird. Maybe it'll come back and it'll sit on my little finger. Oh, a new friend. <laughs> Remy and Casey. Birthday parties gone wrong. It happens to all of us. I think we've all probably been a part of a birthday party that has gone wrong. But this is uh, uh, an oversight of the parents as they hired a Bigfoot to their six-year-old's birthday party. And uh, this was the reaction. Whoa, whoa. So you can hear the parents and they're just like... I was like, going to say, I think the, the parents, parents are, started it. The parents are playing it up, but then you hear the kids. <laughs> Crying at a oh. six-year-old birthday party. So let me, set up, let me set up the visual for you real quick. They're all inside of this house. And on the outside of the house, this Bigfoot with a bow on its head comes up. And obviously it's a nice Bigfoot, right? Sure. It's a welcoming Bigfoot. Kids don't see it like that. And they see this Bigfoot wanting to get into the house through the window. And so they're freaking out. This is hilarious because I'm I'm putting myself in these kids' shoes. And of course, I would react the way they did. <sighs> I'm like, oh, this will be cute and fun. My kids didn't really have that reaction. They did not. They screamed their faces off. But I feel like this is a pretty common thing where parents think that hiring somebody or something to come out. Maybe it's like a person with a giant boa constrictor. Come on out, take a picture with the boa constrictor, the python or whatever. Maybe it's uh, like my childhood where my mom got a clown and I'm deathly afraid of clowns now from that one birthday party. I think it was like my, it was my golden birthday when I was like six. Six, yeah. And 
Pablo the Clown comes over, just scaring everybody. Just, just, just making balloon animals and being creepy clown person. This is so <laughs> random. I've never, I never had any like buddy hired to come to my birthday parties and stuff, but. It seems very hit or miss. Yeah. Well, I think birthday parties always have that, the, the like, you got to get it right. There's a lot of pressure on that day for whatever reason. Yeah. And for, so, like, no reason at all. I mean, they're six. It doesn't take much to impress them. Yeah. Parents want to get involved. They want to they wanna do something crazy. Well, in this case, maybe Bigfoot was at a discount. <laughs> And they hired a Bigfoot to come over. Out of all of the characters that you could possibly hire for a six-year-old, any of the Paw Patrol members... Peppa Pig, any of those people or cartoons or whatever, but no, Bigfoot was hired. So I'm wondering if you tried to put on a birthday party for your kids and uh, it ended in disaster. Maybe you hired somebody and scared the crap out of them. Maybe yeah. uh, just something went wrong with food. Whatever it is, 314-954-9230. Give us a call. Let us know. Or you can always hit up the uh, Facebook page. I posted the story there. You can actually see the Bigfoot video. Or the 92.3 WIL app. You can leave us some feedback right there. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Luke Holmes is always out there doing good stuff because he's a good guy and everybody knows it. Am I right? Uh, you are d- definitely correct. And yesterday the story came out and I talked about it a little bit on the midday, but now I've had more time to look into it. So an elementary school teacher, Kelly Clark, she's from Raleigh, North Carolina. South Carolina, where is that? Raleigh, North Carolina. North Carolina, yeah. Yeah. Raleigh-Durham? Yes. And you know what a lot of teachers do is they make those like back to school lists of supplies that they need or books that they want to go in their classroom and then they'll post about it online so if you know that teacher or your friends you can help them. Like wish list items for the classroom? Yeah. You can donate to their list. Mm -hmm. So she posted one and she also tweeted it to Luke Combs. She said hey Luke I wanted to reach out and see if you could support me because the school that she works at is the one Let let me put this right. The college that he went to, Appalachian University or college or whatever it's called, Appalachian. Yeah. She had also gone there. So in her tweet, she included, as a fellow alum of Appalachian, I was wondering if you could support me in my wish list for my classroom. I teach in North Carolina. Um, Here's the link. That's a solid move. Right? Find the one thing you have in common with a country artist and then go to them asking for things. And she included (laughs) like a little, a little GIF GIF video of uh, the Appalachian football team. Just, I mean, those kinds of things catch your eye whenever you're scrolling, you know. So yeah. she knew what she was doing. Yeah, Miss Kelly Clark. I'm gonna, I'm gonna message Luke Bryan and be like, Luke, I know we're both males. <laughs> I'm really needing to see your watch collection. Oh, you need to get more, <laughs> more creative than that. Long story we, short, I know we both know how to gyrate our hips oh, on stage. <laughs> you should see me dance. Long story short, Luke comes. He responded. He said, I cleared the whole list for you. Good luck to you and your students and go apps. Nice. That's so cool. So that he cool. W- took it upon himself to clear out the entire list, which I'm sure was nothing but like a wrinkle in his day, but made such an important difference for her and her classroom. Yeah. And he's from North Carolina too. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it all just comes very full circle for him to be able to help out people that are 
distantly in his community. Yeah, I, I think where this would, like if I had millions and millions of dollars like a lot of the country artists do, it would come into like, where do I draw the line? How many teachers can I support before I just don't have any money anymore? I guess, Or yeah. how do you tell people no? Because that's probably got to be a thing that he does as well. I think you just keep scrolling. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, lucky for this teacher, though. I think it's awesome. Yeah, so shout out to Luke Combs. That story is already on our Facebook page. I'm going to put it up on our Instagram. Follow us, 923WIL. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 923WIL. The heat is on. Heat warning for Metro St. Louis. Any heat relief would come in the form of thunderstorms tomorrow. Predominantly, that threat is well to our north. It's supposed to be pretty dry today, which is just going to mean excessive heat. That excessive heat warning remains in effect until tomorrow night. The National Weather Service says to expect dangerously hot conditions with heat index values of up to 113 degrees. That's insane. Residents are urged to drink plenty of water fluids, stay in air-conditioned rooms, stay out of the sun, check up on relatives and neighbors, that whole thing. We know how to deal with this, right? We've been through this. Sure. <laughs> we did it a couple weeks ago, and we'll do it again because we have no choice, really. Uh, so stay in the AC if you can today. Next story, a hotel in the UK will soon be offering stays in a Willy Wonka-themed room with lickable wallpaper. It's happening at the Chocolate Box, which is a chocolate-themed hotel, in addition to the lickable wallpaper and a variety of fruity flavors. There's also a chocolate fountain with fruit and marshmallows for dipping and bowls of candy that can be restocked at no extra charge. The room key even looks like a golden ticket. This is insane. Would you take, Casey, would you take a bath in chocolate? A bath? No. A shower? No. In chocolate. I would still like to stay in this room, but I don't think I need to submerge in chocolate. <laughs> I wonder if your skin absorbs any of like, the sugars and stuff from the chocolate and you just come out and you're like, I'm wired, ready to go. Oh my gosh. Uh, if you are wondering, the lickable wallpaper has changed in between guests. That's got to be a lot of work. It must cost a lot to stay here. It's probably only a section of the wall. Would be my guess that they're yeah, only changing. Right. It's actually pretty affordable. This is in London. It's like, or it's like just south of London. It's like 270 bucks a night. So it's not terrible. It's not like a crazy price. I'd imagine if you wanted to take a chocolate bath, you might be surcharged. You know, you might hit the credit card on that one. Sure. It's a lot of chocolate you're just going to ruin Ugh. with your body oils. Gross. And why would you even want to? <laughs> Next story a man. Who awoke in the night to the sound of his toilet continuously flushing, was left horrified after investigating the cause. What was in his toilet, Casey? I don't know. Just take a guess. This is clogging his toilet? Yeah. A was, snake? It was a snake. Ugh. So he woke up, went to the bathroom, check it out. The mystery flusher was an unwelcome snake. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't, like, sometimes go sit on the toilet and get a little nervous and look behind you because you can just imagine a little snake head coming up, yep. you're crazy. It was ginormous. Six-foot-long snake, which had made itself more than comfortable, comfortable, liked something straight. It was like something straight out of a horror movie. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I've seen this story one too many times in the unprofessional news to not look every single time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, I don't even know. How do you ever go back to the bathroom after that? I don't know. But firefighters were called and 
God bless our firefighters Ugh. for all of the weird stuff the that they have to handle. The weird stuff they have to do. They're not just fighting fires. They uh, are taking care of the community in all the ways. This is dispatch. Um, I'm going to snake in a toilet. Can you guys... Okay, thanks. Can you do something about this? And what do you? What are they? You, they're on their way there, and they're like, "What are we gonna do? How are we gonna get this out? Like now, I gotta go figure out how I'm gonna get a snake out of the toilet." Yeah, maybe some tongs. There's, they've got some like tongs. The firefighter tongs. It's six foot long. <laughs> that thing's gonna be wiggling all over the air. You need to. Uh... <laughs> You need to call animal control at that point. All right, we've reached that time of the show. Time for Remy versus Casey, and it's a heated battle this month so far. Uh, Casey is out front, and we've got our contestants on the phone, Emily in Imperial and Casey in Afton. Casey was on the phone first, and I want to know, who are you going to pick, Remy or Casey? Well, naturally, I think I just have to go with Casey. Okay. See, it'd be pretty messed just up. because you guys didn't. have the same name? Yes, All right. obviously. Well, let's see who pulls out the win. This is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 WIL. It's Wednesday, and it's Remy versus Casey, and this week... It's been all Casey. Five to two this month, two and oh this week. What can I say? I don't know. Say something more <laughs> profound than that. Come on, you're, you're winning right now. I'm, I'm in depression mode. All right, well, that's what Remy says. So. Oh, maybe everybody expected this. Maybe not. Maybe everybody expects a Remy comeback this week. We'll find out. The game today is categories. Remy, is this one of your games you feel like you're strong be. It could be. It could, okay. be. It could be. Okay, uh, so Casey won yesterday and the day before. And a lot of the days before that. So Casey's going to go first today. Remy, oh, okay, make your way on okay. out to the hallway. Goodbye. So 10 seconds will be on the clock. Casey has to name as many things as she can in the category as possible. So 10 seconds. Casey, are you ready? Yes. Round one, your category is chocolate candy go. Snickers, Reese's, Kit Kats, Baby Ruth's, Almond Joy, uh, Peppermint Patty ones. Does Oreos count? Um. Okay. Okay. Uh, I cannot give you credit for the Oreo. That's fine. Um, and I'm debating the peppermint. I'll give you the peppermint patty. What is that called? It's uh, Andy's. Well, there's Andy's, then no. there's like the York. The York. That's yeah. what I had in my head. What would okay. you prefer, the Andy's or the York? Andy's is like what you get at Olive Garden. I'm I'm thinking a York. Okay, I feel you. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit more, a little bit bigger, I guess. Exactly. A little more to it. Category number two. Ten seconds. Past or present. Judges on the Voice. Oh, Blake Shelton, Gwen Stefani, Ariana Grande, Kelly Clarkson, John Legend, Adam Levine, the Jonas, Nick Jonas. Okay, okay. I've never even seen that show. That's pretty good because you named a lot more than I knew off the top of my head. Uh, That was a really strong outing. Congratulations there. Round three. We've got 10 seconds. The category, TV game shows, past or present, go. Family Feud, <laughs> date my mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, all I can think of is Family oh, Feud. No. I couldn't get Steve Harvey's big face out of my oh, head. Oh man, you were doing so good, man. Intensity. And to think of all the hours I watch of TV show network. Dang it, game more show TV questions. All time wasted, apparently. Ugh. All time wasted. Okay, so Casey is through her round today. Remy, you've got 10 seconds. Your first category, chocolate candy go. 
Hershey's chocolate, uh, Snickers, whatchamacallit, uh, Tootsie Rolls, uh, the chocolate coins that you can get. Uh, okay. That was a poor showing. Okay, that wasn't bad. No, that wasn't Not bad. bad. Not bad at all. Category number two, another 10 seconds, past or present, judges on The Voice. Go. Blake Shelton, Gwen Stefani, uh, John Legend, Miley Cyrus, uh, Ariana Grande, uh, Adam Levine, um, Kelly Clarkson. Ah, Kelly Clarkson. Woo. You guys did really well in that category. Nice. I'm honestly pretty proud of you guys. Congratulations. Thanks. That was good. Uh, okay. Final round, and this is very, very close. Last category, Remy. Your category with 10 seconds on the clock is TV game shows. Go. Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, uh, Family Feud, uh, uh, The Price is Right. Um, oh, crap. What's another one? Um, the, the Wall. The Wall. What's that? It's, it's the show where they drop the balls on the wall. It's like a big giant Plinko game. I think. Uh, what's, is this a real game? Are you making yes, things yes. up? I'll go, I'll go uh, fact check. Okay. The okay. Wall. Go to the internet. We'll fact check. Uh, Okay, like I said, a really, really strong outing for both of you. Hosted by Chris Hardwick, The Wall yeah. is an American game show. You'll okay. see reruns of it every once in a while. Yep. Huh. Okay, well, you'll get a point for that one Thank then. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> first round, it was Chocolate Candy. Casey had a strong outing of six to get going. Remy, you had five. Mm. Casey nudges you out in the first category by one. Oh. Round two, judges on The Voice, past or present. Casey, you had seven. For a total of 13. Remy, you also had seven to keep it close for a total of 12. Down to the final category winner take all TV game shows. Casey, you had two. Oh. Yeah, I know. Remy, how many did you have? You had five. A two point win for Remy, 17 15. Let's go. He is back. Let's go. <laughs> Love some game shows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's going on? All right, I won. Okay. <laughs> Remy. 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 Well, that was a blasty blast, and I'd like to do that more often. Yeah, uh, maybe you should keep it up. Sorry, Casey and Casey in Afton. <laughs> Emily's our big winner today in Imperial. Emily, you want to go to Jingle Fest or do you want Luke Bryan tickets? We'll do Luke Bryan. All right. Emily going to Luke Bryan. Casey going to Jingle Fest as well as you, Casey. I will also be there. Also going to Jingle Fest. And tomorrow's another day. But I intend to start a streak now. Just throwing that out there. We'll see what you intend to do versus what you actually do. Okay. Remy and Casey. Casey, you got a little side hustle, I feel like. It just You're on the verge, on of, the verge of becoming your own HGTV show. Uh, what are you doing with this furniture? Let's not get carried away, all right? It's okay. no big deal. All right, but fine. I've always kind of, you know, I'm not going to lie, been a little cheap. So if I ever wanted anything, <laughs> I would just sort of like just do it myself. Um, like when it comes to bedroom furniture and stuff, I would just take what I had and refurbish it. And so I started finding some in the trash or online. If you get a dumpster and you just see, like, you walk out there and Casey's, like, hanging out. Like, and it's, hair all disheveled. Like, what do you want? 
And it's not, it's one of those things that's like, it's not that I'm trying to take your grandma's old whatever it is and sell it for more money. That's not what I'm doing. I'm like, I want to find something that's old and like broken and going to get thrown away and recycle it in a way. Is it called upcycling? Is that what it's called? Upcycling. Upcycling. There's a quote that I really like and it goes, there's no such thing as a way. When you throw something away, it goes somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so I don't like, you know, I, if I can just make something better and then make a little money off of it, sure, all right. Yeah. So I made up this dresser that I had found. And I mean, I think it looks good. I think it looks great. So I was like, maybe I'll put it on Facebook Marketplace. I've never done that before, but like, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> and so- And a, then you entered the cesspool that is. Yeah. Facebook I mean, Marketplace. I had gotten this old nasty thing for like- 20 bucks maybe. Yeah. And fixed it up. Painted. Yeah. New feet. And like I had fun with it. So I don't mind that it took some time. And then the gingerbread man, my boyfriend said, okay, so you should list it for, just try it like 130. I was like, okay, knowing fully, I wouldn't buy this dresser for 130. (laughs) So I was like, okay, sure. So I listed it as that yesterday. And we talked about it on the air. And I told Remy, if it doesn't get a lot of traction within the next 24 hours, I'll start knocking the price down. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of people kind of asking about it, but no one really biting on it. So my plan was this morning to knock the price down. But last night, yesterday afternoon, I get a message on Facebook Marketplace, a nice woman who said, hey, um, I love this. I'll give you a hundred. And? I said, okay. (laughs) That's it? (laughs) Oh, Casey, we need to teach you the art of negotiation. And then I knew the minute I came in here this morning, you'd be asking about it and you would be annoyed with the fact that I just let her have that. I'm not annoyed. I'm very, I'm very proud that you've gone through your first transaction. Thank you. You have a dresser that was crap before and now it looks amazing. And now you have now sold it for a profit. I just want to make sure that you get you the most money True. out of your efforts, your time. Yeah paint, all that kind of stuff. I just- And you were just like, okay. It's so (laughs) hard. It's, I mean, I don't usually, I'm not someone to go back and forth with somebody anyway. So I saw that this was like a nice person who genuinely thought it was cool. And I I thought, oh, I'm not going to tell her like, oh, 110, who cares? Right? Well, I mean, you could just go down to 85 or 75 at that level. Who no, cares? Oh, no. That's exactly what I was going to tell you to do, though. So if you had it at 130 and she said 100, then you go 115. Say, oh, I can right do. In the middle. I can do 115 and say, I can do 115. And then what if she's like, well, I can't? Then you move on. At least you know you have interest at $100 now. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So So I need a, I need a lesson in negotiation and maybe <laughs> hustling. It's your first time. Like I, I just, right. think, I just think this is a, this is a learning experience, and you got to to feel people going, "Hey, is this available?" And then just leave. Right. I'm surprised you didn't get the, "Hey, you haven't responded to my message in five minutes. What's going on? Hello, are you there? Are you there? I have a life. What are you doing? I told Will you, you respond to me. I did get one woman like that, Christina. She really needed a Xanax, and I was over <laughs> it. I was like, my dresser's not going home with you anyway. So. Oh, uh, you should have just told her that. Um, anyways, uh, you've got more furniture in the in the hopper maybe that's going to go up? Oh, yeah. I've been dumpster diving and now my basement's got some things in it that are in the works. So now I kind of have that like motivation of, oh, see, it worked. It, I'm not going to, you know, 
go making billions of yeah. dollars off this, but it's for sure a fun pastime, which I think I've been looking for anyway. Well, you need to sign them. You need to like sign the underneath. Ooh, maybe I'll like you know inside I mean? like a, of a, a little Casey, yeah. little Casey signature flip. Yeah. A little FJ, a little flip job. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Sunset Hills city leaders are excited. Bass Pro Shops made the announcement on Tuesday that it would open its third location in the region in Sunset Hill. Shout out to BPS coming through. Bass Pro Shops is really having a resurgence, especially with the long-haired young uh, Gen Z boys. You think? Is I it don't the know hat? if you've is noticed the Bass this, Pro Shop but hats? the hat is yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Um, Who is wearing? Uh, Travis Denning is a big fan of the Bass Pro Shop hat. Yep. It's just that logo. It's a solid logo. And it's an awesome store. I mean, let's be honest. I could get lost in Bass Pro Shops any day of the week. And apparently this is the third location. I always forget that Bass Pro Shops owns Cabela's. And they still have the Cabela's location out of the Mills Mall. Yeah. Um, so this will be the third location. It'll be neck, It'll be uh, Watson Road and Lindbergh right there in South County, Sunset Hills. So the new store is expected to open next year and will employ more than 100 people. So shout out to another Bass Pro Shop. Next story. You remember why we talked about, we, we talked about this meme. It was a guy holding up a sign in the middle of like a Times Square or whatever. And it says, not every drink brand needs a seltzer. Yeah. <laughs> well, could hard soda be the next big thing? Pepsi, oh. Pepsi announced that they're going to start selling boozy Mountain Dew next year. They're partnering with Boston Beer Company, which owns Sam Adams and the hard seltzer brand Truly. Oh, that's a lot. They're calling it Hard Mountain Dew. We got into the I weeds with that one. don't know that Mountain Dew needs to be hard. 5% alcohol, no sugar, and no caffeine. So this isn't going to be like a Four loco situation. That's what That was my initial issue. It's amazing what people will put into their bodies. <laughs> I know it's Chris, like battery Chris Jansen, acid mixed with vodka. Yeah, right? Chris Jansen's a huge fan of Mountain Dew. Yeah. But I, I don't think he drinks. So this would not be a good combination for Chris Jansen. Uh, that will hit stores next year as well. Can you imagine the miners? Can you imagine uh, the, um, the underage kids with this product? I could see that. This would be like the new Four loco because it's juice, but you're drunk. Four loco was was a weird period of my life. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> it was like up at 4 a.m., wired, but also a little buzzy at the same time. Yeah. It was, it was a weird feeling. And then, you know, that's not a thing anymore. That's why it's illegal everywhere but here. Exactly. Next story. Aliens are supposed to land on Earth today in the first stages of intergalactic war, says a time traveler from 2714. The person on TikTok is claiming to be from the future, and they say they know that aliens will land on Earth during the Perseid meteor shower, which peaks at about this time every year. TikTok account Aesthetic Time Warper said on Wednesday, August 11th, aliens will land on the Earth as the Earth passes through the densest part of the Perseids. The anonymous time traveler behind the account insists they are from the year 2714, and said that something amazing will happen tomorrow or today, but it will lead to war that begins in 2025. A true time warper wouldn't use the term aesthetic in their social media handle. Why not? Because you only use that word if you're trying to attract the eyes of the old Gen Zers and the young millennials. Are you are you thinking that this account might be fake? Are you thinking that it's real? Yes. That it's real? Yes. I totally think there's time travelers. 
If you're a time traveler, give us a do call. Do you think we should? Do you think we should get him on the show or her? I, I mean, I could reach out. Let's reach out. Let's get them on the show right, I'll reach and out. see what happens. I'll reach out to this random TikToker who is remaining anonymous about the intergalactic war we're about ready to end. Yeah. Juice. Okay. Uh, I got that on the docket for today. Cardinals beat the Pirates 4-1 to last night. They'll play again tonight. First pitch at 6.05. And Jack Flaherty is set to return to the rotation on Friday. You brought this whole new, I feel like, whole new genre, uh, like sub-genre of country music to my attention today. Yeah, so I early, early, early this morning, I saw this video of a group, I guess a music group. They call themselves Gangsta Grass. And it's some sort of mix between bluegrass and hip hop. And I'm obsessed with it. So I knew I had to show you. So this is what it sounds like. Tell me that doesn't sound good. That sounds awesome. Feels good. This is from America's Got Talent. Why does it give me Hamilton vibes? Very Hamilton vibes. So the the band is Gangsta Grass, and yeah. this band has been around for quite some time now. Uh, I went back on YouTube and I searched and I was finding videos from like 2012, 13 mm -hmm. and this same style where it's very traditional Southern country bluegrass mixed with rap. Fiddle, I love it. Banjo, guitar. Just yeah. like more modern bluegrass that I really like. Yeah. And it's weird because I don't know. I feel like some of the, and, and people would argue that some of the country music these days is really not country, but these guys aren't trying to be country. It's, they're trying to be their own genre. Yeah, I think it's like a sub genre of country. I think for this, they just started having fun and it, they realized they were actually kind of good at it. And it, I think it could really turn into something. Yeah. Yeah. I think it could too. And uh, they did very well on AGT. I think they, they're through to the semifinals or something like that. I haven't watched America's Got Talent in quite some time, but yeah. I might start because if this band goes far, I think I'd like to watch them and maybe even, you know, we play them in the future or something like that. I think so too. Have them on the show. I left their performance up on the Facebook page. You can check that out as well as some older performances of this like gangsta grass kind mm -hmm. of style of music. So you can check that out at 923WIL.com or on the Facebook page at 923WIL. Go find us there. It's Kane Brown. Good as you on 92.3 W.I.L. How many times do you think we just said the station name? Lots of times. At least Here, Here's one more. W.I.L. <laughs> Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 W.I.L. On Sunday, Lady A was here and they did an amazing job, of course. Yeah, it was a good show. It was out at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater and Hillary Scott actually did something really cool with her oldest daughter, Isley, who's an eight-year-old. She brought Isley out on stage. And this is Isley K. Terrell. And they had a little duet together. And the thing is, I, so Hillary Scott is the daughter of a pop star. 
Mm-hmm. What was her mom's name? Like Linda someone. You're going to make me go look now. Fact check, fact check Mia. So I thought it was really cool that Hillary, the daughter of a pop star, is now at this level, and Linda, she is bringing her daughter out. Linda Davis, who Linda was a backup, backup singer for Reba for many years. There you go. And she's kind of giving her daughter the, the same opportunities. Maybe to see if something sparks. Yeah. I know she's got two twins that are younger as well. I mean, she's an eight-year-old. Don't make that face. I'm not making any face. I can't imagine singing in front of thousands of people when I'm eight. That's the that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. Like she walked up there at the on the Hollywood Casino Theater stage with her little sparkly microphone. Gave it all she had. Yeah. Pretty Why not? Cool. I mean, I feel like that's a, it, it's eight years old is a good time to start things like that. It's just, we don't, normally you just send your eight year old to like piano lessons. Right. Or singing lessons or soccer practice. Not everybody has a, a superstar parent. Musician of a parent. All right. Would you like to go on stage tonight and perform in front of thousands of people? This Amy Grant song. <laughs> yes. I love that. Of course. I love that. I don't think they're doing this at every show. I think it was specifically a St. Louis thing. So I think that makes it a little bit cooler. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's got to go. She's probably going to go back to school here. I would imagine here of course. in the next, unless they're homeschooling on the road, which is a total possibility too. A lot of artists will bring their families, but I, I don't know. I feel like they're, uh, they're back in the Nash Vegas, you know, doing school. So. Right. So if you were at the show, if you saw it happen, if you weren't, now you know it did. Getting out of here for the day, but I think today has started off fantastic. Why? Because I beat you today in Remy versus Casey. It's uh, it's been a while. It's been a little bit of time since it's been about a week since I won. So yeah. I'm hoping to hop back on the proverbial train and streak. S- start a streak, not streak on a train. Because I the- would love <laughs> if you streaked on a train. You get on that Amtrak and just straight through. What up? I'm going to straight now. Okay. So I guess that was your favorite part of the show today. Yeah, what was yours? Um, whenever we played Gangsta Grass. Gangsta Grass, yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, check it out on our Facebook page because it's worth the watch. Post it up on the Facebook page, and I feel like there's going to be people that are going to say things, but you know what? Whatever you're- We really couldn't care less. You bob your head to it, you're into it. I see you. Because I did that. We know you. It was instantaneous. Like, okay, here's bluegrass. I'm digging. I'm digging the bluegrass. Rap. Boom. And now I'm dancing. I'm loving life. I got the windows down. Mm-hmm. Not today mm-hmm. because it's super hot. But maybe tomorrow. Right. Gangsta grass. Love it. <laughs> uh, we've got your Jingle Fest tickets. They go on sale tomorrow. Just a little heads up on that. The pre-sale code is WIL. Starts at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. So right when we get on the air tomorrow, your chance to get those tickets before anybody else. Our lineup this year is awesome. Brett Young, Chris Jansen. Carly uh, Pierce. Carly Pierce, Nico Moon, and Ryan Hurd. Right. So it's going to be an awesome show this year. We want you to be there. And then general admission is Friday. I think that's it. I think that's all. Right? I think so. We're in the back half of the week, girl. Let's go. Friday light is tomorrow, and we will see you then. Thanks for hanging out. You can catch the Remy and Casey show live Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 a.m. on 92.3 WIL on your radio.
or download the 92.3 WIL app and listen there. You can also enter to win concert tickets and use the feedback feature to participate in the show and join the conversation.